0: Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat, here to bring you episode five of Dark Side Campaign. Before we get started, we have a shout out. Shout out to Zerotech and the rest of our Patreon backers over on patreoncom Media. If you feel like giving money, Patreon is the best way to help support us, but you can also give money to our coffee, which you'll find a link for in the show notes. Speaking of coffee, let's hear from the crew of the Aurum. Interior.
1: The mess hall and the Orum. Man. It sure is great to wake up to a nice refreshing cup of coffee. Wait, who are you talking to? <laughs> my plex. Our wonderful listeners, of course. <laughs> course. Just like the coarse grind I get on my coffee from grinding coffee co.
2: What kind of spice are you on? Listeners? Coffee?
1: Why, the delicious spice of my medium-roast Mexican chocolate coffee blend, my friend, delivered straight to our airlock in an airtight bag. The beans are as fresh as the day they were roasted.
2: I'm so confused. You're not talking any sense.
1: (laughs) I'm talking about Grindin' Coffee Co. Why don't you tell her and our dear listeners... A little bit more, Miss Narrator.
0: Thanks, Space Dumpster. Grinding Coffee Co. is a Black and LGBTQ plus owned coffee business that delivers coffee straight to your door. They have a coffee for everyone from K-Cups to cold brew to blended and more. This high quality taste will leave you wanting more. Available in whole bean, ground or espresso
2: grind. I did not sign up to be on a haunted ship.
0: No matter what time you order, your coffee is always roasted the day it ships, so you're guaranteed fresh coffee. When you're ready to get yourself some fine coffee, head over to the referral link in the show notes and enter code sosas at checkout for 10% off your order. That's S-O-S-E-S at checkout for 10% off.
2: Oh, what the actual cref.
0: Okay, with all that out of the way, I don't think we need to delay anymore. Let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. When we last left off, you had just scooped up some fuel from a star, and I guess when we last left off, you had gone through a comedy of errors (laughs) at a refueling station. More to the point.
2: Um, Not even our errors? Like We planned it out well, it just didn't execute very well.
0: The dice were not on your side last (laughs) session, let's hope that changes. (laughs)
3: <laughs> or not. Makes for good comedy.
0: <laughs> so you are mid Zareca string. You are currently I'm gonna say currently you are in hyperspace again. You know, you haven't had to stop and refuel or stop at one of the um, you know, waypoint stations in a bit, but you're doing okay. Um you're probably I'm gonna say you're basically almost to companion Arik and we cut into the ship. What are you doing while you're waiting in hyperspace for you to reach your next destination?
1: Um I mean I've certainly been spending some time cleaning paper mache off the walls. Um <laughs> and um lamenting the destruction of <laughs> Oddly, paper manuals, which um, we hadn't thought about till till after the fact. Um, and now I'm probably just hanging out in the engine room, chit-chatting with um, Reba. God, maybe BT's there. That would be sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so it, it wasn't necessarily paper mache. We could call it duro sheet mache <laughs> Perfect. Wait, is that made from, like,
3: duro poop?
0: No, D-U-R-A. Not D-U-R-O-S. You said duro? <laughs> I said duro sheet. <laughs> she did. Anyway, so, the important thing is that you are cleaning up your paper mache mess. Reba is there using her little flick lighter <laughs> to burn some of the paper for you.
1: How useful. (laughs) Um, Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure he's fine.
0: Reba, like, spins her head around in a couple of full circles and then does the droid scream, which (laughs) I will try to do here.
1: (laughs) BWOW! Well... (laughs) I don't know why you would say that. I You know, I think everyone came away pretty clean in that in that whole involvement. And now, you know, we're on our way. As far as I'm concerned, no one's none the wiser. You know, it's good to just be able to kick back a little. Enjoy our time together.
0: Uh, Reba beeps at you to remind you, you also lost your binders, you know, the ones you literally just got.
1: Yeah, that that is a shame. Um, it's okay. Sure, it won't be the last time we find ourselves with um, some spare pairs of binders. It, it's not unusual in our line of work. But I'm gonna retake that. <laughs> it's it's not unusual in our line of work
0: Uh, I think we'll now at this point we'll cut over to Kiel Kiel where would you like to be or failing that (laughs) can we pause internet okay
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: okay so this is a good opportunity while we're paused Aaron um where do you want Plex to be? We can talk through this now, so you don't have to come up with it on the fly.
2: Plex would probably be in her quarters, freaking out about how fucked they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: we can do that. That's that's certainly. I want to try to like establish other rooms on the ship too. Yep. So, like, um, you know, I, I like the idea that um, Keel sleeps in the pilot seat. Space Dumpster has... The space Dumpster sleeps in the engine room. Just, like, on a cot. Mm-hmm. Um, Plex has her own quarters. And then there's, like, space for a crew barracks.
2: <laughs>
1: that never gets used. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, the, the ship does hold, like, 200 people, doesn't it?
1: Uh, like, 50-ish.
2: Okay, so... Maybe Plex doesn't have like her own quarters and just well, kind of so uses a bed at no, night
0: no. it it's Plex would have the captain's quarters.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. okay, but do I have to use it? No, why wouldn't Plex be in the captain's quarters?
1: Why wouldn't?
2: Yeah,
0: we need to think of a justification um um, imposter syndrome.
1: <laughs> oof <laughs> um. <laughs> somehow a loath cat got in and has made itself home inside the captain's quarters and you're allergic.
0: <laughs> or um, no, I, I think Ms. Wiggenheiser had a pet loath cat.
1: <gasps> oh, that's funny. Okay, and because of that, there's loath cat, cat farts
0: everywhere. Oh, is that I think I've got
3: my phone in a good position now for signal. Okay,
0: cool. It's basement apartment. Yeah. Yep. Understandable. Mm. So you don't use the captain's quarters because they're still covered in cat fur, and there wasn't time for it to be completely disinfected.
1: <laughs> like yes, it didn't,
0: it didn't go through deep clean yet.
2: <laughs> so plexus rotated between the uh, crew bunkers.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, Emma, what is Keel doing while you're flying through hyperspace? Um. Say that
3: Keel is bunk, waiting for the alarm proximity like to the destination alarm to go off. Um, okay, so
0: what we were thinking is that Keel slept like basically in the pilot seat. I mean, typically he will he will sleep in the pilot's seat,
3: but he also like because everybody has like their own space, right? Like the ship is big enough for that, right?
0: So, yeah, I think we have, like, captain's quarters, and we have, um, like, senior officer quarters, but, like, there's enlisted bunks and everything like that, because the ship could take a complement of 50 people. Um, would we be
1: considered senior officers,
0: or...? Uh, Yes, as the helmsman, you're definitely (laughs) a senior officer. That's
3: also,
1: it doesn't matter because who's going to yell at us? Yeah,
0: the chief
3: engineer <laughs> exactly. is also a
0: senior officer. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, so, so Keel is in his quarters. Um, he is reminiscing over one very specific swoop race. Okay. Um, and he's just playing the whole thing back on repeat on his uh, follow pad, on his data pad.
0: Is this a swoop race that, like... Keel would have participated in. He was definitely, um,
3: he was present for it. He wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't a racer, um, but he was there. Um, and it has se- was he a, a crew significance or, or, or to or him or a
2: spectator?
0: A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. So from Keel's quarters, you hear like a. a how
3: loud is Keel listening to this? Oh, he's got it blasting. He's drowning everything else out,
0: okay, so you we we cut to an exterior shot. uh we follow the camera follows bt for a little while as he's walking around the ship. He's doing the protocol droid shuffle. and you as as he turns the corner, approaching crew quarters, you start to hear just incredibly loud swoop bike sounds meow, among other sounds. Um, very loud commentary from Greg Proops. <laughs> 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 and occasionally you hear like a yelp of excitement as Keel expresses his excitement at a race he's seen hundreds of times, but is still just as exciting. So I think so I think he is
3: thoroughly enjoying it and but I don't think he makes any sound for okay. the entire thing. So like those those very um like the exciting moments they still get to him, but he doesn't he doesn't express it anymore.
0: Okay, so it's it's a little bit like being very like drowning out some complex emotions with an exciting race. It's exactly what it is okay but so we follow BT and we hear these race sounds oh joy the roadie is listening to swoop races high volume hopefully he goes deaf then he won't hear me complain about him I can hear you no you can't and then he walks away <laughs> <laughs> he like double time shuffles <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the camera then goes through the door and centers on Kiel. What emotional read do we get off of Kiel's face? He is, um,
3: so he's remembering a time that he looks back on fondly, but with a lot of, there's a lot of pain behind it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So he remembers this day very clearly and very, very fondly, but clearly something happened in the day. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and um, does Keel do any monologuing here? In in what sense? I mean, we've got the camera alone on Keel in his room. Like, do you want me to soliloquize? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just like, is Keel talking to himself at
3: all? Cause I no, no, he's he's like fully silent. He is engaged in in this. Um... In the race. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: So then I think it hangs for a moment on Kiel's face before we wipe over to Plex. What is Plex doing?
2: Plex is in the crew barracks, not the captain's quarters, because the okay. captain's quarters wasn't cleaned after, um... Oh, what's her name?
0: Ms. Wickenheiser?
2: Wicken- yes. After Miss Wickenheiser left the crew and her loft cat got hair everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which Plex finds out she's actually allergic to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so what is Plex doing in the crew quarters?
2: Plex is going between out loud emotions of we're screwed after the run in with the inspector and how horribly that went. Mm-hmm. And trying to look up anything about the pikes on her data pad.
0: Okay, well, if you're looking up things about the pikes, can I have your old knowledge outer rim? It's going to sure. be a, a, a knowledge outer, no, knowledge underworld.
2: Underworld? Okay.
0: Um, and it's going to be an um, average difficulty, so two to the purple dice.
1: Let's see how much you know about the hit Kate Beckinsale vampire film franchise.
0: Directed by Len Wiseman. <laughs> Hello, no. it's me, Len Wiseman. You could call me Lentil.
2: No, I will not. (laughs) Uh, That came out with one success.
0: Okay. So, um, the Pikes are a group of spice traders, basically. Uh, They run a very, very, very tight operation, and generally try to hire fairly trustworthy smugglers (laughs) such as that phrase may be applicable and uh they definitely employ a lot of slave labor so uh you know they're not exactly the best people but they do look for basically what they're looking for is fast ships
2: (gasps) bless Bless you i didn't mute that crap
0: <laughs> sorry hot engines hot burgers <laughs> god damn it
2: so we uh, have we have to start up a clown-based food truck no, to subvert so, them.
0: um basically what you know about the pikes is that they control the production of almost all of the raw spice in the galaxy yeah um ba- and that Until recently, they had a very uneasy relationship with Black Sun, but that has started to be a little bit bumpier since the fall of the Empire.
2: Yeah, basically, Plex is trying to brainstorm a way to work having Onaka's spice and his history with the Pikes to the crew's advantage.
1: If it is in fact spice at all, I mean, who knows?
0: Yeah. So um, it could
2: be coffee beans.
0: <laughs> what you definitely know is that um, the pikes are do not look favorably on people who lose shipments.
2: And we know that Onak lost a especially, lot of shipment,
0: especially if they do so on credit. Most of the time, the pikes will sell you the spice, and it's your responsibility to find someone who buys it at a higher price. If they give it to you on credit, then you you need to be very, very careful with that spice. Because the pikes haven't made their money yet, so they will come after you if you lose it. Because if you don't deliver the spice, we just take your ship. That's about the same value. We'll kill you, we'll take your ship, we'll sell it. It's basically what the end goal is there. So... That's what you know about the pikes. After doing a little bit of research, how freaked out are you?
2: Um, sitting about an eight on the stress scale. <laughs> out of? Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> so it's
0: around this time that the proximity alert goes off, letting... Keel and BT know that there's going to be some navigation and piloting that has to happen here. Keel, sorry we, we didn't toss hear us that. Down.
3: That's okay. Uh, Keel reluctantly tosses down his um, uh, vid player and walks with purpose to the cockpit.
0: Okay. Uh, BT also walks towards the cockpit. Does anyone else join them? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, I. There's like an engineer seat where you control power flow or something. Mm-hmm. I'll plot my plot myself down there behind Keel somewhere.
3: And we have it so that um BT is walking towards the cockpit and then like the camera is like low and then facing up and then as we get closer to the cockpit more and more people form up behind him. And it's just like this posse. Um <laughs> So it's like a, you're like in you know, a flying Z formation.
2: Yep. Yeah. Love it.
0: Yeah, that's perfect.
3: I love that. There's like peppy music playing over top. (laughs) I love it. It's that one song that's like... I'm just like picturing Leo DiCaprio walking
0: gif. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Okay, so uh, you are... (laughs) after that weird aside you're back in you're back in the cockpit everyone's at their assigned seats and BT says all right we've got one more jump before we've reached companion auric uh, I'll plot the course for you here and sticks a little thing into the you know the scalpmp link and twirls around and you've got a course plotted whenever you're ready
3: yeah Keel is just... Kind of like sitting back like he he doesn't need to be involved in this since BT is plugged in. He's his mind is elsewhere.
0: Rodian, whenever you're ready. I know,
3: I know. And he punches the throttle.
0: Pewsh, pew You hyperspace. And you you know, we, we go through hyperspace routines, everything like that. Similar scenes to what we just saw. You drop out of hyperspace at your latest destination, and you see a watery planet that looks fairly stormy and it is like entirely water covered. <laughs> then, you receive a communication. Bleep 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. It, bleep, bleep. Plex, can You get he he that? to leave it three times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Plex, can you get that for me?
2: Yeah, bleep yeah, bleep. I can.
0: Bleep bleep bleep. Okay.
2: Hit, hit the receiver.
0: Boop. Welcome to Kamino. May I ask who's Crew here? Crew
2: of the Orc requesting landing.
0: Can you send boss credentials?
2: BT? It's
0: not my job, that's what Reba's for. <laughs> Reba, transmit the boss credentials.
3: <laughs> Just one of you droids do it. I don't care which
0: one. Roger? Boss credentials received. You're clear for landing. Landing pad, I don't know. I, th- th- you don't need a landing pad. You've got your landing clearance.
3: <laughs> it'll 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 show up on the screen. Um yes. Keel uh looks down at the screen and says, landing clearance received,
2: we're on our way. Safe flight. Turn off the transmission. He sounds familiar. <laughs>
0: Circle down, you land on your landing platform amid a heavy rainstorm. Uh, it's a fairly effortless landing for Keel, who, you know, being from Rhodia, is used to rainstorms. Stormy landings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, as you exit the ship and walk down the ramp with contract and folders in hand, or I guess con- yeah, data pad, it- it'd all be on a data pad, never mind. But (laughs) it's all, like,
2: queued up in order already.
0: Yeah, it's all queued up in order, so you just have to, like, tap through the slideshow. I actually started making a slideshow for you guys.
3: Oh my goodness. Uh, Patreon subscribers, uh, coming soon to a a feed near you.
0: Yeah, so you'll get a... You have a... It's like a... Basically, you have, like, a 7 to 10 slide presentation queued up about what the different options are for purchasing uh you know Sinar manufactured ships. Um the first slide is everyone's favorite, the TIE LN Starfighter. You know, the classic TIE Fighter. But you also sell aggressors, interceptors, surface assault bombers, and then the very expensive options. Phantoms and Defenders.
2: All available in very fashionable black.
0: <laughs> in, in very fashionable <laughs> Empire Available gray. in any any color you want, as long as the color you want is black. <laughs> That's oh. not true. It's also available in yellow if you're from the Mining Clan. Okay,
3: it's well,
1: true.
0: or the Mining Guild, rather. The and Mining
1: slightly, has- slight red accents if you're friends with Kylo Ren. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's not even born yet. Go ahead.
1: You're not even born yet. Shut up.
0: <laughs> That's true. This is a long That's time ago.
3: very true. <laughs>
0: Um, so, yeah, the pricing structure is fairly straightforward. The TIE LNs are uh, 50,000 credits per. The aggressors are 75. The interceptors are 75. The assault bombers are 110. The phantoms are 365. And the defenders are 300,000.
2: Very competitively priced
0: very competitively priced um you've also got a slide about um bulk discounts and on that slide it says inquire about family pricing opportunities for repeat buyers
2: uh is there a slide on the warranties
0: yes there's a whole slide about like the 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 warranty agreement and basically nothing's
3: covered unless it like unless it's water damage
0: Water damage, yes. Yeah, 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 water damage is covered.
3: But Scuffs, bumps,
2: general wear and tear, rebel fighters not covered. Water damage, you're good on.
0: Water damage, <laughs> volcano damage, um, <laughs> not earthquakes, uh, definitely not rebel sabotage.
2: What about uh, seaquakes?
0: Uh,
2: well, wouldn't that no, be no? Tsunamis are
0: explicitly not covered. It's, there's a water damage exception for tsunamis.
3: Perfect. This is canon okay.
0: now. I'm going to have to remember all of this to actually add it
2: to the slideshow. Well,
3: it's a good thing we're
2: recording a podcast. Yeah. would be difficult uh, otherwise.
0: So you've got all of your books and everything like that, all books books in a relative sense of like pricing books and things like that all set up um do you have like a little team meeting for like a hype up session for the sales pitch before you go in
2: i do mean keel and space <laughs> up to even care really
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's my job yeah i, I think, think i think you guys do
0: to a degree get commission from these sales
1: now yeah, so listen
0: i think
3: keel's involvement is like Insofar as he gets a paycheck,
1: exactly. (laughs) Now, listen, Plex, I know this is your first time doing this sort of thing, but it really ain't bad. You just got to act like you know how to be fancy. Um, They like that sort of stuff from us um, because, you know, we're selling fancy starships. And so um, as long as you are able to maintain a diplomatic attitude and a generally good vibe about you, um, then this shouldn't be a problem. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I'll just be looking tough, like, oh, I'm your bodyguard friend guy, um, because you know, you're in charge here. Um, but uh, this is my eighth keel. Is it? Is it eighth? Eighth one of these?
3: I don't know, they've kind of blended in.
1: Yeah. Well, something like that. Um, and only four of them have gone wrong. <laughs> so you know, like, um... So, so it's a coin toss that you're
2: telling me. Half,
3: but we'll agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> three and a half.
3: <laughs> I that I mean, wasn't my fault on Onderon.
1: No, uh, and to be fair, the sale did technically go through before that whole thing happened. Um, so, you know, our contract complete as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, no pressure. I promise everything's going to be just fine. Plex
2: will take the complimentary cup of calf that's been laid out for the group and <laughs> just kind of downed it in one shot. <laughs> very nerve-calming. <Okay>.
0: <laughs> Plex probably wishing they had some glitter stim or something right now. That would be very helpful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be very helpful.
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, you've been basically through this whole process. It's fairly typical for these sales missions, you're escorted through by some, like, raggedy-looking stormtroopers to this meeting room where you are currently seated, waiting for the, uh, basically waiting for your prospect to walk in. Uh, you've been kept waiting for about an hour at this point. So the cap is
2: really kicking in.
0: (laughs) You've been offered multiple, like you. You've been offered calf a couple of times, uh, and it seems like it's like the same guy keeps offering... coming back in. So it's a um, a, a lower ranking officer. Okay, it's been this same guy the whole time, but for some reason he never remembers what your calf order is. <laughs>
2: 'Cause there's probably like six of these meetings going on at once. He's gotta to run to all of them.
0: Uh it's it maybe. So you've been waiting for about an hour now. How many cubs of calf has Plex had?
2: In an <laughs> hour? Two and working on a third. Okay.
1: So I, I, I'd like to think like I eventually like turned my we're at like a a conference table and so um i've got my feet propped up on the chair next to me and i'm doing like a a star wars sudoku equivalent a a space doku star um, doku Doku. um and like about every third block i'm leaning over to plex and being like can can you figure this out because um i'm lost and it's like, it's like a beginner difficulty.
2: <laughs> and like, every time, like has to lead over and explain how to do the whole thing again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you can't have that number there. You've already got one of those in this column.
2: I've actually done that with Kat.
0: <laughs> I'm better at Sudoku now than I was when I started doing it again, like I know. six weeks ago anyway um so it, we've, we we approached about 90 minutes of waiting your appointment was scheduled for 45 minutes ago
3: uh Kiel is getting visibly impatient he is like uh pacing the room just just mindlessly like not mindlessly but like um very visibly agitated Like, Uh he wants to get this deal over with. The, um, atmosphere seems too sterile for him. He doesn't like it.
2: Way too corporate.
3: Like, like, the aesthetic of the room and just the whole air about the place seems very septic.
1: Yeah, that's a good word.
0: Right, so, um...
1: So, um... Uh, uh, do do we want to do we want to send um someone after them or, are we just gonna keep waiting and I sort of look towards Plex.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pop my head out the door. I'm just gonna see if anyone's even still out there.
1: Are you still in like, claudite, like as a as a fancy, curiosity,
2: fancy claudite. Because okay. I, I, I.
0: Weren't you like a generic looking old human? For... Yeah, that,
2: that was on the. On Onaka's planet. Rishi, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. So, it's been about 90 minutes when the door opens, and it's that same guy who's been getting your calf order from before, but he's got more bars on his shoulder. <laughs> Or on his lapel. Um, so for some reason, this guy appears to have been promoted in between.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey, look at that. Congratulations. Um, I did not realize we were waiting for you to go through a um, cer- ceremony. Um, I, in fact, I did not know that... Um, checks his datapad i did not know that they did promotions at 1117 but um that's exciting for you
0: i don't know what you're talking about i've been a captain for about 3 rotations now
2: so plex will go up and offer to shake his hand and i would like to do a perception
0: yeah it's let's let's call this one uh, how. This is probably easy, let's be real.
2: So, perception is. Yellow, two green, and an easy.
3: hmm. This puck's trying to find out. Like, what are they trying to perceive?
2: I want to see. Kind of if they're trying to pull the same stuff I do.
0: Okay, so, like, if there's like a shapeshifter or like a.
2: Or if there's like this, this person's like a stand-in or something.
0: Okay. Yeah. What'd you roll?
2: I rolled three successes and an advantage.
0: Okay. So you know this person is basically telling, yeah, is being upfront with you. You get the feeling from shaking their hand that their heart rate is entirely normal. Nothing that would point to them pulling a grift or anything like that. Yeah, he's on the up and up according to every instinct you have. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The moth will be with you in just a moment, if you don't mind continuing to wait. Um, Waiting for an hour and a half. Well, you were 45 minutes early.
3: Out of character, Uh, we were. You
0: were.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I thought the trip would take it a little bit longer than that. Uh so
0: we'll be there in uh, he'll be here in just a moment, but uh I could have I could have Lieutenant Tina get you more coffee. I uh, sorry, more calf. <laughs> um
3: I think um I think our captain here has had a little bit enough. Um I think we'll be fine for the calf, thanks.
0: Alright. Anything else I can get you to uh make you feel at home?
2: I think we're doing mm. quite alright, really.
0: Alright, so this the captain leaves. You wait for like another ten minutes, the captain comes back. Uh the morph is actually going to have you meet with him in a different room. So <laughs> if you'll just follow me.
1: Mm. Well, <laughs> At least we get to stretch our legs a little. That's, you know, a plus.
2: Uh, That's all perfectly right. all right.
0: So you're brought through the facility. Um. You see a group of... Basically, you see a whole room full of people who look exactly like the captain sitting down at desks, (laughs) studying and reading, taking tests and things like that.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: (laughs) Can we,
3: like, try and figure out what the criff is going on here?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can certainly attempt to ask questions. I don't think you would have the knowledge available given your age and everything like that to understand exactly what was happening, but I mean
3: like the clone wars were not
0: like like people knew about it, right? Yeah. No, people knew about it. People talked about it. I don't know I don't that know. it was so present on Rodeo that it would have been like a huge deal for you? Considering for a long time Rodeo was a neutral system.
3: You know what? It's okay. I don't need to figure this out in this
1: moment.
0: Does SD understand what's happening here?
1: Um, yeah. I was just about to say like, oh you I get it. Y'all y'all are clones.
0: Uh yes, it um did is that a problem? Uh
1: n- n- no. Um I just well frankly, I I didn't really know um I, I mean, sure, like I was a kid, there was the Clone Wars, you guys were heroes. Um I didn't I didn't know there was still any of y'all left.
0: Uh well there's there were a few of us,
1: but uh, oh. this I, is... I, I i I don't mean to be weird um now, can I shake your hand?
0: Uh, sure I don't
1: quite all right. I just I, oh, and oh. So you did not get promoted. That was just another clone who was not a captain. Oh, okay. Now I am mighty embarrassed, friend. I apologize. That mm, now it's all making sense.
0: Yep, no, that is why a bunch of us did eventually end up shaving our heads and getting tattoos. Oh. Keel is visibly confused.
1: Now you see, I ended up shaving my head because I got like this scar and this scar and oh, Um, if I sort of turn around, uh, I got this scar. Um, so this one, um, I was working on my brother. You don't, mm, that don't matter. Um, it is a pleasure and an honor to meet you and really thank, I I mean, I, I, I mean, I grew up on Corellia, so like.
0: Cut you off here. I didn't serve during the Clone Wars.
1: Oh, Wait but
0: no it's so like you see all of my brothers down there yeah okay so we're a new batch of clones i'm probably not supposed to tell you this but you seem relatively harmless
1: i'll take it as a compliment um <laughs> hmm. oh i did not know they were still making you guys got- i mean is that is that insensitive, making you get- I did not know that- So,
0: okay, you, well, I'll let- this is- okay, we'll- we'll keep moving on. Let's just keep going, we've got the other room to get to.
1: I think as they walk by, like, Space Dumpster is, like, leaning out and trying to, like, see as many clones <laughs> as he can to make sure they do look the same. <laughs> They look identical.
0: (gasps) Gasp. Who would have thought? All right, right this way. And here's your new meeting room. This one is underwater. So you see, like, all of the fish swimming by. Hmm. It's really cool. Like, you get a view of what the... What lies under the surface of
2: Kamino. Thank you very much, Captain.
0: You're welcome. Um... Like I mentioned, the morph will be right with you. Uh, for now, I'll bid you adieu. He salutes and walks away.
2: I, I was like, you say goodbye after
0: that? <laughs> uh,
1: I... P- p- Plex. I, now, I don't... I grew up hearing about clone troopers. Like, sure, I grew up on Corellia, and we weren't really... Pa- we were doing our own business during that time. Um... These are actual Gryphon clones.
2: P- Plex is like setting up all the slides and everything again <laughs> in the new room, just nodding along with Space Dumpster, like, yep, yeah. yep, they are. That...
1: Uh, uh, I got to think about this. And um, he sits down and starts attempting Sudoku again. <laughs> <laughs> okay as um, star doku sorry
0: star, yes star doku you know what let's let's make this a uh, just for the just for the fun of it let's call it a um, roll cool
1: <laughs> well if space dumpsters anything what's the difficulty
0: um what difficulty of a puzzle are you working on
1: <laughs> oh it's it's beginner
0: okay so it's a easy difficulty, but you have a black die for being very bad at- for, for losing your place in the puzzle after having to pause to move. Oh
2: goodness, I hate that.
1: Straight up four successes, so... <laughs>
0: Space Dumpster has a moment of epiphany and suddenly understands Sudoku. Stardew. At, <laughs> at least a beginner level. And manages to complete the beginner level puzzle. (laughs) Beautiful. So, you... You wait another, like, five minutes, and the door opens to a retinue of various clones. Uh, They are all wearing... uh, A few of them are wearing stormtrooper armor. Like, standard-issue stormtrooper armor. Uh, A number of them are in officer's uniforms. And then, in a sweeping red velvet lined cape, a in a very dark, stately military uniform with an imperial patch and a Kaminoan patch for the cloning facilities, walks in a man with a tight mustache, not a curly mustache, just like a you know a a, a definitely a villain mustache, but not a curly villain mustache. <laughs> um, I'm, glad,
1: I'm glad we can distinguish that.
0: Yes. I had, uh, like Pence Nez spectacles that he wears exclusively as a fashion statement. <laughs> uh, the a very imperious, imperious-looking man who, like, flourishes his cape as he enters. Gentlemen, thank you for your patience.
2: Thank you for seeing us today.
0: We both—you have a need. I have a need. This negotiation should be simple, should it not?
2: It- it really should. If you just give me a moment to explain to you, the Cyanar Systems TIE Fighter, uh, Keel, could you get the lights, please? Keel has no idea where the light panel is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'll have one of my men do it. Thank you.
2: And the PowerPoint presentation comes up on the far wall.
0: The lights go down. <laughs> The PowerPoint presentation pops up as a hollow presentation from the middle of the table.
2: Oh, okay, that's even cooler. Then, so start off <laughs> and get all the warranty stuff out of the way really quickly, in the hope that he forgets about it by the end of the presentation. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then move into the basic fighters. Cause I'm, I'm trying to remember what we talked about like 20 minutes ago. Now,
0: um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you have six models of TIE. The the LN, the AG, the IN, the SA, the PH, and the D. The D. He wants the D. No, we have a special the on the D. <laughs> <laughs> so, the LN is your typical, like, um, hexagon wing, boring-ass TIE fighter. The aggressor is like a space station defense TIE. The SA is the Surface assault bomber. The interceptor is the tie interceptor. You know, anti anti starfighter ships, Basically, um, the Phantom is a stealth starfighter, and then the Defender is the tie Defender. It does anything and everything, and it does it better than X wings. And it has it's a, it has shielding and a um, hyperspace. It has hyperspace capabilities, so it can actually jump from planet to planet if need be, unlike most other TIE Fighters. It's a very fancy TIE Fighter, which is why it costs over 300,000.
1: <laughs> They're very nice.
0: They're very nice. You need, like, maybe 10 of those, and you can win any dogfight. So the the moth pays attention dutifully and looks interested. Okay, look. um, We have a tremendous need for ships given the output of our cloning facilities we need starfighters that are capable of interplanetary travel we need starfighters that are capable of interstellar travel
1: lean over to um Plex they want the D (laughs) (laughs) we
2: I feel like I should roll cool on that one (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you know what? What's the worst that could
2: happen?
1: Uh, No, don't roll dice don't. for fun. Okay,
0: yeah, no. Um, now we've already <laughs> negotiated with Kuat on building us star destroyers. Yes, we need to fill out the ranks of fighters, and that's why we called Sinar.
2: Well, you'd be very happy to know that our star fighters are compatible with. K- Kulad Star Destroyers. <laughs> Backwards and forwards compatible. <laughs> <laughs> forwards compatible, uh, you said.
1: Well, if if I might speak, sorry, um, I am not the salesperson here, but I am very technically minded. You see, you'll notice all the ties use the same central pod. And so that means even going into the future, your starship mounts on those... Star Destroyers will support our ships going forward into the future. See, we think about stuff like that. Um, huh. Interesting. Yeah. And so, like, let's say um, I don't know, we come out with a revision of the TIE Defender in 10 years that has a fourth wing for some reason. Um <laughs> <laughs> slot right Four in wings, you say, well, you know uh the uh the future's undetermined yeah i I can't say any copyrighted things or nothing, um but um I guess all I'm trying to say is, um, if you need to fill out if you just I know ships really well, if you tell me how many star destroyers you're getting, I can fill all your hangers with ties, and um. The math comes out really easy.
0: So um, that is privileged information, but we do need. Can actually, you know what? This would be a good opportunity for you to um, to roll a wait, wait. We're playing an RPG. Yes, we're playing an RPG. So go ahead and roll this a. Uh, this is an average negotiation check.
1: Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. Just to
0: see if you can work with him by displaying it you'll have a blue die for the technical knowledge as well that you've Mm -hmm. demonstrated he's a little bit more trusting
1: okay so difficulty average uh that nets out to explicitly four advantages <laughs> it's not a success, so I guess no, I not. don't. I don't convince them, but I might have given you a bargaining tool that you can yep. use or something. Yeah. So, so
0: I, I think the the uh, technical know how that you've demonstrated here can translate to a blue die for when Plex makes negotiation tricks. Um, yeah. Com- Moff Gideon seems as though he's liable. He's trusting.
1: Maybe like I. I'm kind of spouting too much like technical right. gibberish there's, there's and so it's not actually much... like
0: one of the clone officers though is like nodding along like
2: oh this is really good yeah,
0: no, I get, <laughs> the, I, get the, I like this I like this sounds good
2: <laughs> he's and gonna you, buy one for himself
0: <laughs> you make eye contact with him and he's like, See, like very the... very bought into the sales pitch
2: just
1: kind gets technical
0: it knowledge <laughs>
2: it's so, so as you can see, we know what we're doing with Tie Fighters.
0: Yes, clearly. Do you have? No, you wouldn't have brought sample models with you. Um, okay, let's talk pricing.
1: Oh man, but but what if we keep a Tie Fighter inside the arm? I
0: mean, <laughs> you could. There, there's uh, enough room, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's probably enough room that you could have a um, inside the Aurum. At this point, Kiel
3: slips out of the room. I'm sorry, I have to use the fresher.
0: Um, Tina, escort him to the fresher. Uh, clone, like, salutes. And he's like, right this way, sir.
2: So, so Plex for- forwards a few slides into the pricing scales.
0: He's taken aback a little bit at the price of the Thai Defender. <laughs> um, And you can't give me a better deal on the Defender.
2: That would entirely depend on the exact bulk we're looking at here.
0: Well, you did say, uh, the, the slide did say that only approximately 10 are needed to win any space battle but your bulk discounts start at 50
1: yeah they're very they're very costly to make they're very beautiful ships
2: yeah t- I can 10 will get you that, one but... space battle 50 would get you five space battles plus so you're...
0: I mean your well, equipment... you can reuse them for more than one battle can't you <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I mean is simultaneous or spread out.
1: I mean, and if you've got multiple Star Destroyers, like, you you know, that's five Star Destroyers worth of TIDs. Sprinkle in, you know, some classic, you know, ions, some interceptors. You're good to go. Uh,
0: would you, would we be willing to take bulk discounts on group orders if we ordered a total of more than what we'll, if the total number of fighters ordered qualifies for the bulk discounts, but not each individual fighter? I don't know if there's a term for that. But would we be able to take a discount then?
2: I don't see any reason why we wouldn't be able to work out something with that.
0: Uh, and, okay. Um, you'll have to give us a moment.
3: I'd like to cut over to... Yes, this is uh, where we cut Tina and Kiel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait
2: for that.
0: Tina Tina, um, and Kiel are together in the hallway. So, uh, Tina, is it? Uh, Tina, sir.
3: I'm sorry, Tina? Isn't that... <laughs> the girl's no,
0: name? So, Tina. 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 <laughs> Tina. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whatever. Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so if I could explain, um my designation is CT thirteen sixteen. So they call me Tina because of the two teens. They call you Tina
3: because Tina. of the two teens. Whatever. I don't care. Um, look, I'm not going to the fresher. I'm going to the spaceship. We we were worried that we might encounter some <sighs> reluctance to buy at full price. We have a, a demo model of the tidy on the ship. I'm pretty sure you'll. Um, well, let's just say when I when I put it through its paces, you're gonna your mind's gonna be blown.
0: So so you have um you have a fighter on board? Yeah, just the one. Would you... I, okay. Um. So you're going to the ship to get to fly the fighter?
3: Yeah, as a demonstration. If you take me there, I can, you know, see what I can do and if you want to give it a spin. And he gives a little
0: Rodian wink. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't object, sir.
1: Tidies do have... That's- a gunner seat.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. But I mean, like, give him, like, the piloting controls. Um, you're not so bad, Tina. Tina,
0: sir. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Hold on. Um, do you have a data pad with you? No, left it on the ship.
3: <sighs> and we cut back to the negotiations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, we cut back to the negotiation room, Moff Cassius is looking through the slides, you know, basically, whoop, whoop, whoop with his finger, like, switching back and forth between um, the the interceptor and the regular tie.
2: Do you think we could also switch, slip a datapad to that one uh, clone trooper that looked very interested? (laughs)
0: Um, sure. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think you have to ask Moff Cassius if that's all right.
2: So, Plex will look at the clone trooper. You seem very interested in the talk. If it would be all right with Moff Cassius, I'd like to sh- show off the, the uh, slides to you as well.
0: Uh, sir, yes, yes, whatever. You can look at the technical specs. Uh, thank you, sir. He's, like, visibly actually a little bit excited. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, do you mind if I take a seat? Uh, No, no, whatever. So he sits down next to Space Dumpster. Okay, so, uh, the technical specs. Can we go over Um, what these...
1: (laughs) Y'all ain't even ready for what we got going on. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, SD starts going through like hyperdrive schematics and the new like weapon syncing systems and diagrams on the new TIE-D. I think at one point he's like, um, <laughs> like he gets to the point where he's like, and, and now that's all exciting and all. Um, but let me tell you, let me tell you what people forget to order. It's just. Lambda-class shuttles. Now you got all those people on Star Destroyers. And you don't park a Star Destroyer.
0: So we'll cut over from here. Wild well, Space Webster is mid-folding story. Back um to uh, Keel.
3: Right.
0: Yes, Keel.
3: Um so um I feel like at this point we cut over to Keel and Teener uh boarding or like on board the Arum. Uh-huh. Um and BT is uh not pleased with Kiel's return. Oh, like, oh, great. The Rodian is back. Um, uh, BT, sh- just shove it. Um,
0: I'll show you and he makes a...
3: you can shove it. I don't have time for this right now. We'll get into this later. And he... Um,
0: You've got a very uh, very aggressive droid there, sir.
3: Just, just ignore him. He's... Functionally no better than a stowaway. We just picked him up on our last run. Um, Do you pick up
0: strays frequently, sir? Um, Not historically. Okay. Um, um...
3: So uh, Keel makes a beeline for uh, the shuttle bay and uh, hops in the pilot's compartment of the uh, tidy and he motions towards the uh, the Gunner Bay for Tina. Hey Tina, you getting in or
0: what? Uh, y- yes. Uh, sorry, just don't have my helmet. That's fine. We're not going into atmo. Are we not? Where are we flying then? Flyby for your for your commander for your moth. Do you mean we're not going exo atmo?
3: No, we're not. We're just doing a flyby over the over the shuttle. Uh. Um, I- <laughs> fuck um we're just doing a flyby over the uh over the station where, where they can pick up a pick us up
0: on camera uh, okay uh, i'm just you know we're on a water planet yes you know that ships sink in water right yes we're not
3: going in the water
0: uh, okay
3: they'll be able to pick us up on vid above water right we are above water right now
0: Yes, I would assume, I would assume so, but okay, I just prefer him, okay,
1: he gets in. (laughs) Lighten up
3: a bit, Tina.
1: So um, traditionally the IR-3F, um, aka our beautiful RM would not have a bay for a fighter, so I'm trying to figure out what we repurposed into that and where this comes out of our ship.
0: That's a good question.
1: Because, like, we've got plenty of room to work with. Like we say, it's like a 20-person ship. So, like, if we took, I don't know, something out and, like, repurposed it for this demonstration tidy.
2: Did you take the kitchen out?
1: Oh, no, the kitchen's very important.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, like, Um, is the kitchen just a microwave next to the cockpit now?
1: (laughs) Um... We okay. So we have converted our cargo bay such that it is large enough for a tidy to fly out of. Yeah, uh, which is not standard on an IR three F. No, that's the Aurum is allowed
0: I, to be as cool as it wants to be.
1: That that's what I wanted to get across. It's canon now. I'm pretty sure I in, I installed that. So
2: yeah, Space Dubs are definitely installed that. It was like a weekend project job. <laughs>
0: Um, you get into the ship, uh, roll piloting space. Uh, it's going to be an easy check.
3: I just want to make sure I get a good, like, dice shaking for the for my mic. Oh, what was my difficulty? I forgot. Um, it difficulty was
0: dice. average. Average? Also, there's a plus two to handling on the Tide Defender. So it remove is, black like
3: black die in. And- as well. Um, yeah. That Basically, I well. think that you're pretty much out. good on this. One success and two advantage.
0: Okay. So you, you pull out of the Aurum. So as I do that,
3: um, like, just before I do that, I radio um, ground. Um, Aurum tie D uh, to ground.
0: Uh, yes, sir?
3: Yeah, we're looking uh, for uh, permission to uh, do a flyby. If you're able to get your, uh, vids on
0: us. Uh, we will in just a second. Is there a place you'd like us to transmit them to?
3: Um, send them down to the conference room with, uh, the moth in it. Uh, yes, sir. And then at that point, Keel uh, boosts straight vertical, um, hits the stall-out point, um, falls gracefully back down towards, uh, the planet, and then pulls a loop-de-loop right at the last second.
0: Uh, this is broadcast, so... You get a you get like a plex, you get a beep on your comms. Um and o- it's, open the comms. It's Reba. Uh <laughs> Reba beeps at you. Which Space dumpster you know what I mean. Go- <laughs> Kills about to do the demo. I
2: was All about to right. say, uh ST, I don't speak droid.
1: <laughs> Looks like um Kiel just uh, finished his uh, stop off at the refresher um, on our ship and has decided to make a quick swing by our model TIE Defender, which you will be able to see at this frequency. And then um, he hits the little teleconference button to pull up the holovid. uh, So the holovid
0: comes up and you see like this, you know, transparent or translucent blue 3d model of the tide defender as it goes through like all of those demo exercises you know like blue angels type flying uh sorry
3: sorry what do you mean snowbirds (laughs) (laughs) flying?
2: it's the space it's the space birds now it's the space birds
3: it's the Minox.
2: <laughs> oh, did, did they hit Cyberhawk two thousand formation? Damn it! No, so
0: they <laughs> you 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 basically do like a demo flight, um, and then uh, Reba launches two missiles out of the Aurum that chase after the Tide Defender. <laughs> This is part of the demo. So, like, yeah,
1: they're, they, yeah, they're yeah, like rigged. Th-
0: they're, they're not rigged to explode or anything like that. These are like demo missiles that will just dink off of you, but odds are they won't hit you.
3: Um, I want to, can I, can I make a roll to evade it?
0: Yeah. Um, this is going to be um, a... What
3: actually is that? That's an actual
1: thing, isn't it?
0: Yes, let me pull up...
1: I the... mean, it's a maneuver you can take while you're in combat to, yeah, like... Yeah, so
0: it's evasive maneuver, avoiding coming fire blue and dice. upgrade the difficulty oh, by one to hit and be hit. So yeah, you're, uh, you're allowed uh, to take so evasive like, maneuvers here. We're not
3: actually in combat, so I don't need to worry about no, that. No, but, uh, so um, Reva's going to... And you said a blue die because it's not actually happening?
0: Yeah, a blue die because it's all said? rigged to be like a.
1: It's well practiced.
0: Yes. Gotcha. That
3: is two successes and two advantages.
0: Okay, so you successfully evade the missiles. They fly in front of you. Would you like to roll gunnery to shoot them out of the sky?
3: Um, I feel like that would be Teener.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's shooting fair. them
3: down. He is on the guns.
0: Let me pull up Teener's character sheet. Hmm guess who made a character sheet for Tina. Uh
3: how does Tina react to the missiles incoming? So like so like the radar or like the computer goes
1: uh
3: for incoming missiles. So there's missiles coming How does Tina react? Uh
0: so why why are the missiles? Uh what the I sorry, it's okay. You got this, Tina. Tina sir. So that is a success and a threat. So he shoots down the missiles, just like rot- it. So like like Tide Defenders do. It rotates through the three mm-hmm. wings of of bullets. It's like pew 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 pew, and it hits the missiles on the first and third shots because the targeting systems are fairly advanced in this thing. And Tino's like very very surprised that he made that hit and lets out like a oh wi- yo no oh wizard did you did you see did now you, you see you're getting that the hang of it so did you see the oh. yeah So. Oh. okay okay I get it I definitely get it <laughs> and we cut back What's to threat? no the the threat is that um <laughs> So those missiles weren't exactly live fire missiles. They were rigged to blow up. (laughs) And the threat is that that third shot that hit didn't actually hit. And the missile just auto-destructed.
1: I mean, we'll see if anyone noticed.
0: We'll see if anyone notices. But um, So Moff Cassius is like, oh, uh, okay, so you brought, huh, I guess I should have expected there to be a demo ship with you
2: always prepared
0: well then I certainly see the appeal of the defender uh, we'd be willing to make an order for a few but you do have to work with me on the price
2: we can work on the price when I get some actual numbers
0: okay we're looking at you've you've got a roll negotiation here okay. Um, this is going to be a hard check because the last one failed. So he's a little bit more on edge for these negotiations, but and you do still have is that a blue three die. dice. Hard is three purple. And Although he's it. a... Sorry, we're going to upgrade that so it's going to be a red and two purple.
2: A red and two purple. My negotiation is two. Uh, do I get... Any blues from... Yes, you diners. get one
0: blue from the last negotiation attempt.
2: Okay.
3: I'm scared to roll this. What about... <laughs> um, can I... Okay, so the, the demonstration is going off well. Um, yeah, we can add another blue,
0: blue die for die? the
1: demonstration.
2: Okay. I'm still scared to roll it, but that's just because <laughs> it's an important roll.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could always... I think we're at... We have two light side points left.
3: Yes, you do. Oh, that's That's true. true. You can upgrade your skill. I mean, this um, is the big negotiation. We've wasted
1: lights. Then again, if we've learned anything, spending light side points means you're going to horrifically fail. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. Okay. Let's roll it. Three advantages.
1: Fuck that.
2: (laughs) Never upgrade your dice. Is that not the exact result of the I didn't upgrade the dice. Oh, okay. Always upgrade your (laughs) dice. Yeah,
3: barely always upgrade (laughs) the dice. Well, I mean, like, the last three times I've upgraded my dice has been failures, so...
1: Definitely.
0: So... (sighs) Look, I don't know that we can discuss the exact nature of our ordinance at the moment with you but um we'd be ordering approximately 50 fighters i know that's not a lot but should our operation prove successful we will need rapid expansion if you're willing to work with us now we can continue to provide you with we continue to provide you with uh further ship supplies in or further orders in the future uh we are a growing Imperial remnant, but we are a remnant.
2: Plex so, is thinking it over, taking everything he says in.
0: If we order a mixed set of ties, for now, with the intention of coming back, and as we take over planets, ordering more.
2: I believe we can definitely work with this, yes.
0: Good. I'm glad. Um, if you'll be willing to meet us in the middle... On discounts, if you provide us with the second tier of pricing, then we're more than willing to place the order here and now. Do you still with... have
2: that visual of the second tier cat?
0: Yeah. Um. So let me.
2: So the up to a hundred is what he's looking at.
0: Yes, we'll sign the contract here and now at the second tier of pricing, if you're willing. To meet us further and offer the third tier of pricing, we can send you out now. I noticed your ship has a complement of the three of you and two droids. Yes. We'd be willing to send you out with a full squad to man your ship.
2: (laughs) I I kind of side-eye over at uh, Space Dobster to get his reaction.
1: Y'all mean... We'd have our own clone troop, Plex, you gotta, you gotta take the deal. (laughs) Do
2: we really need? Do
1: do Uh we, do we really? um, Your human friend makes a very good point. No, we, uh, you are correct, Plex. Keep negotiating, (laughs) Visible Wink.
0: (laughs) I've laid my offers out on the table. We have, you have the two offers in front of you. There's a, yes, it's a steep discount. But you've bought and secured future orders. And if I know anything, a repeat customer is much easier to sell to. Than a new prospect.
2: I definitely recognize it being on page 732 of the negotiation manual.
1: <laughs> I mean uh, I, I, SD sorry, lean sober. I mean the rebels uh I'm sorry, the New Republic. Yeah. Um They're not really out here right now. Chances are these guys will be around a while. I don't know.
2: Okay. Just but, a, a quick like, out-of-game question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we want a compliment of Stormtroopers following us around? <laughs> Is that something we, we could have fun with narratively?
1: I mean, it yeah. would complicate things, but it could be fun. It, it could definitely not... make it more interesting.
2: We'd have to keep them away from those crates.
1: It, <laughs> I mean, it would sort of change the scope of our...
2: Yeah, that's what I'm really thinking a about. a
1: lot and so introduce a lot of NPCs.
0: <laughs> you'd be getting, uh, you'd be getting basically a squad of five clone troopers. Yeah. It's not a lot of people that you have to keep track of. Um, and like, realistically, once they're under your employment, they're no longer Imperial soldiers. You can do whatever you want with them. They don't have to be in
2: uniform. Oh my gosh, we're we're, we're collecting a whole small army on this ship, and droids and people.
1: We have the room. (laughs) It's true. Like, at least at this point, that would mean we could actually man all of our guns, (laughs) which we can't do right now,
0: at all. That's why I made this offer, so that you could actually man the guns.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. But...
2: Okay. So- I don't know.
1: I, like, you are the businesswoman. Ultimately, it is like we are offering them a discount that they do not actually deserve. They don't so- qualify
2: for. And-
1: right. So it's totally, of course, your call. I'm happy either way.
0: Now, you're still making, I've looked up the cost of the ties, the offering. Um You're not selling, you're still selling well above cost here.
2: Now, you- the thing is, offering us the use of your clone troopers is that's not really a market that Sinar is looking at right now.
0: I understand. Um, but consider a crew that you don't have to
2: pay. I'd like you to consider something. I can look at the second tier pricing for you and the troopers as a demonstration to sign our for future endeavors we may be looking into
0: okay i need you to roll negotiation
2: again, <laughs> again.
0: yes okay um, so it's it's gonna be two purple and a red still and from your last roll i think you do still have a you, you know you still have at least you have one blue die so it's basically the same roll less one blue die
2: okay would you uh, like to upgrade we- i think i want to upgrade this one yeah okay so you're this is the really important deck. one
0: you're <laughs> adding an extra green then
2: extra green okay oh, come on it's one advantage <laughs> <laughs> i hate this <laughs> system <laughs>
0: you keep rolling like this how oh
2: my god how many successes did you roll two successes two advantages two failures one threat
0: how do you (laughs) keep rolling two failures like that
2: i don't know here i will Uh. show you again it's unbelievable
1: i i think he can tell how excited I am <laughs> like space officer not like lying not one of his best um, <laughs> skills and, and so like he's got puppy dog eyes right now <laughs> looking uh-huh. at Plex trying to get the Ow. clone troopers <laughs> wow. Aaron oh. Oh.
0: so <clears throat> I look we're willing to as I said at the second tier of pricing Sign the contract here and now. Pay up front. You'll receive half of the payment up front, half on completion. But we need that third discount if you're to get the clone troopers.
2: I'm trying to think of a way to use this advantage here.
0: (laughs) And for what it's worth, I've overseen the manufacture of these clones myself. Their control chip doesn't fail.
2: No, I'm just looking (laughs) at this like, okay, I'm... Struggling to come up with somewhere else to go with this for our advantage. Mm-hmm. Because the dice literally won't let me. <laughs>
0: I, uh, can I suggest?
2: I, I just need like 30 seconds. Wait, yeah, go ahead.
0: Make, uh, so my suggestion would be your next negotiation tactic would be offering the discount on the defenders that they order. But not the other models.
2: Yeah. Like I, said, I just need a couple seconds because it, it's... A little bit frustrating, on my end, is all.
0: No, that's understandable. Like, you've <laughs> yeah, been rolling. Like, like, it's just been, like, <laughs> non I want you to succeed at this, right? I know.
2: <laughs> the text won't let me.
0: Oh, shit. I just closed it.
2: Okay. So, yeah, Plex just takes a moment to think again. Okay. What we can do from this point is, I can give you that discount on the defenders. The rest will have to be at the second tier.
0: I'm willing to make a deal like that if- actually, you know what? I'm not right away willing to make that deal. I need you to roll, this one is going to be one purple die, one red die. You still get a blue die from your last advantage roll.
2: Okay. Uh, okay this is a pretty good deal for them two successes three advantages
0: okay I'm absolutely willing to make that deal if that's what you're offering I see certainly the 5000 ish difference between the LNs isn't going to break us so we'd be off we'd be ordering if I'm doing my math correctly three and a half million credits worth of ships. If you're willing to make that deal here and now, I'm willing to meet you on all of the points we've negotiated. I'll have contract drawn up that includes the transfer of ownership of those, of uh, what do we want to call the clone squadron? Oh God.
1: I mean, is it gold squad?
0: I think it has to be. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be. I'll draw. I'll have drawn up a contract that includes the transfer of the ownership of Gold Squadron to you, in, with the orders being placed at the third tier for all models except the Defender and the Phantom. I don't believe we plan on ordering any Phantoms, but I just want to be explicit about that. That I understand that's your intended negotiating position.
2: I'm going to assume it was. It was. <laughs> Okay. Yes, that, that all sounds correct.
0: Then I believe now is the time when we shake hands.
2: Walk around the conference table, extend a hand to the moth. Good doing
0: business with you.
2: Let's do it again sometime.
0: Ice Dumpster was played by Erica Belsas, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass, or on twitch.tv belsas That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Erin Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorabold, or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings, and Making Kat and Kira Suffer Through Movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is jammed by me, Kathleen Bader. You can find my tweets at @kathlesnia, or you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love by recommending the show to a friend. You not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more become a supporter visit patreon.com slash media all music on this episode was created by sounds like an earful visit sounds like for more the star wars rpg played in this podcast is the property of lucas books it was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns fantasy flight games until next time stay wizard
3: Well, hello, listeners. I'm the only one who hasn't gone to the washroom. Um, welcome to the EmmaCast, where I talk about whatever I want while the other three are in the bathroom. Um, I have a set of dice on my desk, and actually as I'm talking, I realize that I now have to use the washroom. So I'll be
1: right back.